0: casey Liss, we made it to episode 100
1: we have done it and uh, that's the end of the show so i've had a pleasure recording with you and i'll uh, talk to you later
0: see you next time everyone (laughs) (laughs) no we have decided we we racked our brains for a little bit what can we do for episode 100 we decided maybe we were just going to do a regular episode maybe we're going to do a fun episode uh, i think
1: every episode is fun michael yeah, okay.
0: Well, maybe one that is like less likely <laughs> to make people cry. I don't know. Like, We'll see how this one goes.
1: Yeah, my my video podcast idea was, was pure gold, mm. but it was shot down and, truth be told, improved upon.
0: Yeah, Casey wanted to record a video episode of the show, which was just me and him recording each other and then putting it on YouTube, which I'm sure many of you will really enjoy. Um, but it's midnight. I've had a whole day... You know, I don't want to be recording myself right now. Like this isn't this isn't good times.
1: Your beard is unkempt.
0: I am actually right now wearing my uh, upgrade t-shirt, which is a good thing because we have a special guest. And there's a good reason for this. We'd like to welcome Mr. Jason Snell to the show.
2: Oh, Mike, I'm wearing my upgrade t-shirt too! So this oh. may Yay! play in my favor,
0: because today we're playing a game, and Jason is going to be our quiz master. And today, for episode 100 of Analog, we are playing a game that I have called Know Your Co-Host. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, you have to understand, listeners. It's more than just that. Not only is the game called Know Your Co-host, but Mike has chosen to to put it in in the show notes as like some crazy font. What is this called? Font Diner Swanky? I don't yep, even know what that in means. In Google Docs but, it's
0: called Font Diner Swanky.
1: And there's three different colors. No is red, your is like a yellowy pukey color and co host is green. It is on like Donkey Kong. Kids. It's because Dude, I imagine
0: it going, No Your Co host That's how <laughs> I imagine uh this game being announced. So basically this is this is Know Your Co host. I have compiled a list of forty one questions that span across the history of the show. I don't know why it's forty one. That was just how many questions I came I up why with. Why
1: couldn't you have done forty two?
0: Really? Seriously. Jason can come up with a bonus question, maybe, if he wants to by the end. <laughs> no pressure. So I created this list of questions. Both me and Casey have given the answers to these questions that we would answer for ourselves. And we have given these answers to our quiz master, Mr. Jason Snell. Jason will then ask these questions to us, and we have to each try and guess what the other person said about themselves. This is like the Newlyweds game, or in the UK, a TV show called Mr. and Mrs., Uh, If you're familiar with this game, then you can kind of understand what's going on. If not, I'm sure you pick it up as we go along. Basically, this is a quiz to assess just how much we have learned about each other having done, up to this point, 99 episodes of this show. Oh, God. So, Mr. Jason Snell, we'd like to throw it over to you for uh, the first questions, and you can choose who will answer first.
2: All right, well, uh, I'm going to have Mike answer first. Mm Mm-hmm and then we'll follow up with Casey, and that's how we'll do it, and then we'll alternate. Great. So the first question on our survey was about your first jobs. So Mike, what was Casey's
0: first job? Casey's first job that I recall was, oh, no, I'm thinking of two now. (laughs) Uh, So I know of two early jobs in Casey's career. One was working on some like, Military software, um, and then one was working on like those gamble, like software for
1: gambling machines, like pachinko machines or something. Pachinko machines. Uh, oh man, uh, that's actually that 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 is somewhat kind of accurate. But carry on. Uh,
0: but I bet it wasn't his first first job. Mm. So. I think his first serious job was the pachinko machines one, or whatever it's called, like these machines that you people play games on. But it probably <laughs> wasn't his first job. I'm going to go with
1: working in a fast food restaurant. Casey? So you are close, but not quite there, Mike. My first job in my career... Was to your point working on uh, bingo machines, but they were slot machines. Um, but the first job I ever had was working at a Babbage's, which um, there was a, like an electronics boutique. I think was our big competitor, but basically uh, it was a video game store. Yeah, uh, I remember and that was this my now. first job. Yeah. I have never actually worked food service, though I like to think of myself as very kind to waiters and waitresses. Nevertheless, but uh, but no, my first my first job ever was at a Babbage's.
2: No points for Mike. No. Nope. So now it's on to Casey. Casey, what was Mike's first job?
1: Here again, I am not utterly confident this was his first job ever, but I know it was very early on. And I believe he was working as a delivery driver. And I think it was for a grocery store, if memory serves, but it was some sort of delivery driver job, possibly for a grocery store.
0: Gosh darn you, Casey-less. <laughs> so technically i was part of the customer service department at a grocery chain called waitrose but one of the responsibilities in that was to help out with the deliveries i say that casey gets that that was one of the responsibilities of my job so congratulations casey Liz, your
1: first on the board right. on the board
2: <sighs> all right casey's up by one question number two is about the length of time you have spent with your partners mike how long has Casey been in years with Aaron? Eleven years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny because it—I I believe uh, I answered this two ways, um, depending on how you slice it. We have been together for 12 years but this year is our 10th wedding anniversary and you just split the difference which is an gosh, impressive maneuver if I'm honest <laughs> I with was you. gonna say
0: 10 I mean it, I don't think it would have counted like I was thinking of this along the lines of like total time because I'm not married yet right so I feel like that was mm-hmm. only fair but oh gosh darn it so close
2: <laughs> no points sorry uh, Casey how many years has Mike been with Adina?
1: I should know this I don't have the faintest darn idea. So I'm going to guess it has been... Oh, I bet I can look it up, but I'm not going to. I'm going to guess it was four years, and now I'm going to look it up. I am committing to four years, and I don't think I have it in my Stalker database. I do! I do! (laughs) And it was... Well, can i can i give you your actual anniversary or is that private information
0: you don't need to give the date like okay. the fact that you have this database shouldn't be shared of everybody else <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway so uh, i will claim four years but depending on how you count it I'll, I'll allow you to decide whether or not that's that's a winning answer
0: well i won't say it's four years because it's not been four years
2: yeah. it's been three years
1: well, but 2013
2: to 2017, that's a Delta four. Knowing December. how your co-host counts time <laughs> is part of the test. Three <laughs> years and three months is not four years. Eh,
1: it's it's a ceiling, not a floor. No, no, that oh. is unacceptable to try and claim that point. Darn it! It's a nice try. That was close. That was close.
2: All right, well, let's move on to question number three. This is a, a, a fun one. Mike, what's Casey's favorite meal? This is where I struggle, because like... Favorite meal, uh, I don't
0: know, but, like, maybe favorite... Th- I, I know that there are two things that Casey has eaten in his life that he loves so much that he talks about about ev- one of these maybe every once, every two episodes, and it's either <laughs> the fish and chips that he had from a pub in London uh, or the pizza that he had. What was it John of Bleecker Street where you can that only get correct. an entire I pizza impressed. pie? So, I, But I'm going to go with the pizza, John of Bleecker Street.
2: Good news, Mike. You, you, you sort of tried to get two in there, uh, neither of which were mentioned in Casey's answer. Excellent.
1: Right. So uh, so I, I had told Jason there were too many to choose, but if I had just one and if I was going somewhere fancy, which is kind of how I read the question, it would be a steakhouse. So some sort, of, some sort of steak, probably like a New York strip or something like that. But out of curiosity, I'm throwing in a bonus question that is unscored. How do I like my steak, Mike?
0: I'm going to say what I hope and that it's medium. Nope, medium rare. Okay, medium rare is also fine. I was worried you were going to say
1: well done. God, I'm not a, I'm not an animal. Come on, man.
2: <laughs> no <sighs> points there, uh, Casey. Let's see if you can pay, pull out to a lead here against Mike. What is Mike's favorite meal?
1: I have no freaking clue. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. So I'm gonna be wrong. And rolling around in my head are like a solid burger because I know Mike does love him a so- like a really really good burger. And if he if he did this just to troll me, and this is not my answer, but if he said oh. pineapple and pepperoni pizza just to troll me, I'm gonna be furious. However, the answer I'm going to choose, which is somewhat self serving, is a nice American Thanksgiving dinner.
0: Oh, that's a really good guess, but it's wrong I said pizza. It's
2: pizza. <laughs> uh,
1: did, did you specify what kind no. of pizza can no. I no, Yeah, okay, you can put whatever
2: toppings you want on Mike's favorite pizza. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, it's still pizza. Uh yes. well this is going well. This is solid. <laughs> this is no good at all. What is it?
1: What? Is it one to nothing? It's to one to nothing. Casey still oh, leads one to nothing.
2: I think
0: that we have so far proven that we know a lot about each other, but it's not necessarily
2: the answers to these <laughs> questions. You both have really clear, vague ideas about each other. So <laughs> that's good. Good. Ninety-nine episodes, you say, ninety-nine whole podcast episodes. Anyway, let's move on to number four pretty simple question. Mike, I asked Casey who was right. What do you think his answer was? Now, I know what his answer should be.
3: <laughs>
0: so I'm just going to say it in the hopes that he understands it and the I, the answer is Mike. Mike was right.
2: Well, I I will read you exactly what uh Casey typed for this one. He said, "Mike is never right." <laughs> <laughs> Jason, do i get a point for that <laughs> you missed it you missed it by uh just a couple of words there
1: <laughs> uh. are you are you really withholding points from him i consider that a, f- a correct answer no that's absolutely the opposite of the answer yeah. you're never hands. right well i mean i, I that's true i guess I, I feel bad for you wow okay so let's
2: turn the tables now casey when mike was asked who was right what did he say
1: oh he said mike mike is always right
2: yeah mike is mike said mike of course because mike thinks that mike is always right of
1: course i almost i almost deserve double for that that was almost Uh, your data
0: question question four uh i'm i'm starting to now learn how casey is gonna answer the subsequent questions
1: (laughs) well that's good that's good
2: strategy now Uh you can you can plan accordingly i'm going to
1: Oh, is this like wait, wait, is this like the drafts where you guys try to outdraft each other on upgrade by like taking each other's picks and getting into each other's brains because I need can to tell you learn. This
2: is, right? This is the I, this is the whole thing about know Your Co-host, you know. You, the, uh-huh. you, you may learn in this episode everything you need to know about Mike. <laughs> so so Mike, we asked Casey what his favorite computer was. What do you think he said? He's iMac.
1: Oh, you're so close. So actually, Jason, I think this might be an example where you, another example where you should read this verbatim, if you don't mind.
2: Yes. So Casey's answer was, I actually really love this iMac 5K. Though if I had to pick just one, it would be my ThinkPad 701C butterfly.
1: Oh, my <laughs> God. Who are you?
2: <laughs>
1: Hi. I'm your co-host. My name is Casey. Oh, goodness. All right. So I guess that means I have to answer for Mike. Yes. What do you think Mike's uh, favorite computer is? So if Mike classifies his god-awful oversized phone as a computer, he would choose that. But I'm, I don't think he did. And so instead, I will say his MacBook Adorable.
2: Mike's answer was his iPad Pro 9.7.
1: Oh, come on. I call foul.
2: It's a computer. It's more of oh. a computer than that.
0: I, my iPad <laughs> Pro 9.7 can do more than your ThinkPad can right now.
1: <sighs> I really want to argue this. you got to think like Mike how can no, you argue it
0: if you were going to say my you 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 positioned my phone as a potential answer the ipad pro no, is no, way more of the computer than the, phone. Yes. So the beauty the I, beauty of this I thing is this you may back.
2: disag you may disagree that uh that that's a computer but that's not the the test the test is mm-hmm. what does mike think a computer is mm-hmm. and he, uh. thinks, he thinks his ipad 9.7 inch is a computer and it's his favorite, yes. with a u spelled favorite with a u <laughs>
1: Yeah, what are they called? Maybe the bonus question will be, will be how do you spell favorite? But moving mm. on, uh, I should have known the answer to that, and I'm furious with myself that I didn't. Uh, God.
2: Let's go on a holiday. What does that mean? It means that Mike, you need to think of what Casey's answer was for the ultimate holiday. Casey is objecting to it not being
0: called a vacation.
1: That is correct. Yeah.
0: See, I know that about you. Um, I'm going to say the ultimate holiday destination is London.
1: Mike, you're, you're you're so close yet so far. And so self-serving in this instance, but also somewhat accurate. I had cited London as one of the places I do love, but my actual answer was Walt Disney World.
2: Okay. Yeah, I should have got that. All right, Casey, what do you think Mike said for Ultimate Holiday Destination? Ooh,
1: London? No. <laughs> uh, I would say... Somewhere in America, which is equally self serving, I'm gonna go with New York City, Hawaii. Oh, <laughs> you've never even been. Come on, I
0: never said favorite place I've been in the world. The question was ultimate holiday destination. <laughs> that
1: is the
2: place uh, that I want to visit on holiday more than anywhere else in the world.
1: Fine, fine. So, what's the score now? Two to nothing.
2: It is two nothing, Casey. Ugh. As we move on to question number seven in this ridiculous hundredth episode of Analog,
1: this is not going well, kids.
2: This is this is a really good know your co-host question, Mike. Right now, at this very moment, without looking,
1: mm-hmm.
2: how many Twitter followers does Casey have? So I feel like we have to give this within a range, like a like you know, like I, I can't get the exact amount. Twitter rounds to the nearest tenth of a thousand, and I might give you if you're close enough i'm if you're in the ballpark, I will probably give it to you. I'm gonna say
0: twenty three
1: thousand seven hundred God You nailed it truth be told, I almost <laughs> want to award you double for that that was stunning. <laughs> So, well, so I have not looked just now, but last night when I wrote the the answer, my answers to these questions, it was 23,744. My <laughs> word. Did you look earlier today? No. I promise that's, I haven't looked. That's really annoying. <laughs> so, uh, Casey, God. how many followers does Mike have? I meant to look earlier today and cheat, but I didn't. I forgot. And so I would like to think I would have noticed if he crossed 25,000, but I'm not sure that I did. I'm going to go with in the twenty-five
0: thousands. Twenty-four thousand nine hundred. Oh, so close. Like Twenty-four thousand nine hundred. <laughs> and the actual number, I'm like, I looked, I did look at this earlier. I'm very close to the twenty-five. So, get your balloons ready, Casey Liz.
1: Uh, are, is this the closest without going over, Price's Right style? Because then I definitely failed.
2: I'm going to give it to you, Casey.
1: Oh, all right. Three what? to one. How? I was within ten. Come on,
2: yeah, he he is literally within. He got closer in sheer numbers than you did. (laughs) So I'm going to give it to
1: him, Uh, Jason. I love you. I'll tell
2: you. I'll tell you what, Mike. I'm going to give him nine tenths of a point for that. (laughs) You (laughs) you Feel better now? Yeah. Well, not really. All right. This is another weird thing. That's not a question that you were actually asked. You're breaking the format here in the early going. Uh, mike has casey gotten into a fight on twitter today
1: i'm gonna just guess that he has <laughs> oh thanks a lot <laughs> you fight a lot on twitter oh i'm not that bad That that's usually the first sign of having a problem isn't it have you gotten into a fight on twitter today hand on heart i i really don't believe i have i really really don't casey has mike
2: gotten in a fight on twitter today
1: I'm going to say no, and if I'm wrong, I'm going to be furious, but I'm going to say no, Mike has not. No, you're right. I haven't gotten into a fight on Twitter today.
0: Yes. I have corrected some people and poked some fun at some people, but I have not gotten into a fight.
1: (laughs) Now, truth be told, I think it is worth noting that, um, that when I replied to this, I still considered the answer a no. This was yesterday, but I did tell Jason that I had recently replied to a listener who rage quit ATP with an email by telling them that's not exactly actionable feedback. And that was my reply. Yeah, see, I wouldn't call that. A fight I didn't know if that would count. you know. No, I didn't. I, I didn't know if that was considered or not. I was trying to be honest, though. I don't. I don't want to cheat, unless I'm trying.
2: All right, let's move on to no- question number nine, Mike. What happens when Casey breaks a shoelace? <laughs> he replaces the shoelaces.
1: <laughs> Correct.
2: <laughs> that is true. yes. I
0: go
1: <laughs> Finally almost hit it to double digits
2: casey what does mike do when he breaks a shoelace
1: well so the answer he was clearly going for is that he quits his job although he could be playing mind games now and say oh i just now that i've quit my job i just get another shoelace but i'm gonna go with he quits his job
2: correct you nailed it you know that mike he doesn't wear shoes anymore Uh, i think that's what's keeping him (laughs) in his current career only slip-ons now just out of pure fear
1: uh, that's true. Oh, my goodness. So what's the score? I've, I've already lost track. All right. Well,
2: after nine questions, we have Casey in the lead with 4.9. Yes. And Mike has two. So <laughs> many more questions to go. So many more questions to go. Question number 10 is the favorite song of all time. Mike, what's Casey's favorite song of all time? The Dave Math Band makes songs. I'm
0: not sure if... <laughs> <laughs> or are they just like whole albums? Like I'm not sure. Um, I wouldn't know. Ooh, mm,
1: Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Good answer, but no, not uh... it. So I threw a total curveball. Not because I was trying to be a jerk, but um, I was. I couldn't think of just one. I, I mean, I, there's hundreds of songs that I would consider like my favorite, but I had to pick just one. And what I went with is a song by a band, a little uh, local Pittsburgh band that my cousin played in called Dose, D-O-S-E, and a song of theirs <laughs> called... This
2: is so unfair this is so unfair i would have given
1: this to you if you had
2: said he couldn't pick one <laughs> <laughs> i would have given it to you and truth be
1: told i wrote in my reply i'll pick one i almost never speak of and we'll put a link yes. to it in the show notes there's a recording of it on youtube but uh but yeah that was fairly unfair on my part
0: <laughs> a band a friend of mine was in that you've never no, no, co- heard my cousin, cousin my cousin okay oh i'm so sorry <laughs> uh
1: i i can tell you with the utmost confidence that I hope is not misplaced, that your favorite song is Mr. Brightside by The Killers.
0: You're very wrong. <gasps> it's, it's never been. Never? never been. No? No, nope. I like that song um, uh, a lot, but it's not It's not a favorite. Is it something by The Killers? No. I don't like The Killers that much. I don't, I don't know why you said I thought you so loved of, The Killers. I, I, I like their first album an awful lot. It's one of my yeah. favorite albums, but not everything else. Um,
1: wait wait wait. before you answer this is not for points now i'm just curious is it one of the ones but what the band that that adina entered arcade fire maybe that adina introduced you to that you came to really love
0: it is that band that is not arcade fire
1: oh okay which is that band alt j that's right that's right is that and that's what your favorite song is one of theirs
0: a song that they make called dissolve me which makes no
1: chance i would have gotten that
0: it makes me think of adina even though the 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 song is about a breakup but it's just the words in the song I really like a lot.
1: Oh, uh, I feel like you did talk yeah. about this at some point. Mm. I, well, so,
0: this is, so from this point on, uh, I think every single question is based around me going through the old shows. Oh, God. So these
2: should be things <laughs> that lie within our catalog. I think we made it clear that there would be a
1: test, and this is it. Yeah, I think so. Oh, God. This
0: episode of Analog is brought to you by Linode. They give you fast, powerful hosting for your projects that you can get set up in just seconds. They have easy-to-understand tools so that you choose your resources in the Linux distro, giving you the power and flexibility that you need. And their plans now start at just $5 a month for a Linux server with one gigabyte of RAM in the Linode cloud whether you're just getting started with your first server or deploying a complex system linode can be and should be the choice for you it's never been easier to launch a linode cloud server they offer the fastest hardware and network with fantastic customer support behind all of it they guarantee 99.9 percent uptime for server availability once your server is up they're going to keep it that way Linode is great for tasks like running a private Git server, hosting large databases, running a mail server, operating powerful applications, and so much more. Linode has some awesome new pricing options available as well. You can get a new server with 1GB of RAM for $5 a month, or you can go all the way up to 16GB of RAM for only $60 a month. And their new 2GB plan includes 30GB of storage all for just $10 a month, Linode continue to offer more and more awesome options to meet your server needs. Across the board, they are offering twice the amount of RAM that you're going to find elsewhere. As a listener of this show, you can sign up at linode.com analog and you'll not only be supporting us, but you'll get $20 towards any Linode plan. With a 7-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose. So go to linode.com analog to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of this $20 credit. Or use the promo code analog2017 at checkout. Thank you so much to
2: Leonard for their support of this show. Well, we're in, we're in. Uh, we've done ten questions, so now we're going to move on to question eleven. We're going to flip the script, uh, Casey. What did Mike say his favorite piece of technology last year was?
1: When was the nine point seven iPad released? <laughs> uh,
2: that was the 9. only iPad released last year. I will. Uh, I'll give you a clue. Oh, that, also, oh, no okay. desktop. No desktop Macs are eligible for that award. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. What did what did Apple? I'm, I'm going to go.
1: I'm going to go with the 9.7 inch iPad. You are correct.
2: Yes. All right. I do not appreciate the quizmaster giving you clothes. <laughs> Uh, in fact i were i worried that if i d- didn't answer i'd be giving away that that was the answer so instead i just gave him a factual response that it mm, was last year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna say that casey's favorite piece of technology
0: last year and if i'm if i'm wrong on this then he's wrong uh it was the airpods <laughs> apple's airpods was casey's favorite piece of technology last year that
1: is not even no that's totally true
0: because yep. if you, if you said something else, then I will make you read back your own Twitter <laughs> feed and listen to all of your own shows back on repeat again.
1: Yeah, fair enough. No, that is accurate. Oh goodness. All right. Fair. Enough. What's next? Number
2: twelve is asking Mike: Does he have a good work-life balance? What do you think he said?
1: I don't think I don't think he's in a bad place at all. But I would think that Mike would say no, he does not. He said he thinks he does. Yeah,
0: I do. Oh. I think I do. So it differs day to day. It's because of the
1: damn time management, is it? the time or management. The
0: time tracking. If you would have asked me a month ago, I would have said I didn't. But the, the time uh. management shows me that like, I might work nine solid hours one day and then two hours the next day. And so I think that, that that balance works for me. Like sometimes I work way more than others. And I think that that for me is kind of the balance that I'm looking for right now. Um, do I think Casey has a good work-life balance?
1: I don't think he thinks he does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're going to score this, Jason, because my reply was one word and it was mostly.
2: I think, well, Mike said he didn't think you think you did and you said you mostly do, so I think that's a miss. Both, both of you thought that you would say negative things here, but you both actually answered positively. Hmm. Interesting. We learned something, I think. Indeed. is mike currently exercising regularly
1: i know he's desiring to and i know that he now lives closer to a gym so i am going to say yes he is so i said more regularly that sounds like mostly to me
0: yeah (laughs) so i think based upon the previous thing that casey
2: wouldn't get that point no, well, Casey gets a point because more regularly means it's in the realm of regularly. So Casey gets the point. <laughs> I picked the wrong quizmaster. And well, and and let's say you you've now learned one of the important lessons of this game, which is don't answer vaguely because that allows the quizmaster to give people points. Turns it's yeah, too late
0: now. Turns <laughs> it is too late. Is Casey exercising regularly? Uh, I don't think he's exercising regularly. <sighs> That's true i've never been more happy at your lack of
1: fitness (laughs) (laughs) never been happier that i'm a couch potato than right now all right casey
2: does mike reply to every email he gets from a listener absolutely not correct (laughs) don't email mike (laughs) email jason he reads them i do read them he reads them i do read them Yeah,
1: I, i hear that
2: mike does casey reply to every email he gets no, not From anymore. From a listener? Not anymore. That is an excellent answer. The very phrase was used by Casey. Not anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, I archive aggressively these days, which is uh, a little too bad. But got to do what you got to do. You need that work-life balance. Am I right, kids? <laughs> Casey, what
2: is Mike's favorite emoji? <laughs> ooh,
1: okay. So I was about to confidently answer that little purple heart in a box. Um, and then I thought, ooh, nerd emoji. Then I thought, "Ooh, top hat. Oh. I'm going to go with the heart in the box, the little purple heart in the box. It's the nerd emoji. <laughs> it's the nerd oh, emoji. Come on, I, I think you're lying to yourself on that one. No, the, 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 the heart in a heart. box is the one that I use the most
0: because I'm usually sending people love you know because that's how I like to communicate but also what annoys me is that it's now a purple heart in the box when it used to be a pink heart in the box and I like that more but for some reason Apple changed it in with 10.3 and it frustrates me but I still think it's the best heart because it's the heart that I see used least um, everybody mm-hmm. has their own heart that they pick and try and send to other people. I believe Jason is a blue heart person. Casey is a blue heart person. That's right. I used to be a green heart person, uh, but then I changed to heart in a box. Um, Casey... His favorite emoji would not be one emoji. It would be the die in a fire emoji sequence that he has, which I think is skull and then pointing arrow
1: and then flame or skull and a flame. That is not accurate. Yeah, skull and a flame is accurate, but that is not my answer. Uh, I have toned that down quite a bit, actually. That is now tactically deployed, um, uh-huh. just like a Merlin man. Uh, uh-huh. Instead, I, uh, I had answered the thinking emoji, the mm. hmm emoji.
0: Like like you said for me, I don't think you know what your favorite emoji is. <laughs> I don't think that that's your favorite emoji at all, but if that's what you want to go with. You know what I was going to say was my second pick? The middle finger
1: emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Now uh let's I just out of curiosity this is not how the whole game is going to be played but I'm fascinated by this. Mike, what is Jason's favorite emoji and then I will give my own response.
0: I don't know what Jason's favorite emoji is.
1: I I, I will start you off then. I think it's out of date. I don't think it is anymore. But there was a brief window of time when the cactus emoji I think was Jason's favorite.
2: <laughs> I did love the cactus emoji, but that was before there was a middle finger emoji. <laughs> exactly. I would say that maybe the live long and prosper would be. Oh, that's a good. Oh, guess. that's a good one. Well, my favorite is in Slack where Skeletor. I can use the Skeletor yeah. emoji, which is not <laughs> unfortunately in the emoji specification yet. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I actually think as boring as it is, that maybe it's the thumbs up or the or the winking face, and depending on my mood, the upside down face is also pretty good. The upside down, yeah, face, the upside down, is down face is, is very great. good. But I feel like that belongs to Joe Steele. Mm -hmm. That
1: does. That is true. That is absolutely true. Oh, my word. All right, what's what's the next one? Casey, does Mike want a new job? No. Although he's eking in the direction of being a YouTube celebrity. uh, No, he does not want a new job.
0: Yeah, no, I don't want a new job. There are things I want to change about my job, um, but I don't want a new one. What about Casey, Mike? I reckon it's a similar answer for him. I don't think he wants
1: a new job right now. That is correct. Yes. Well, Mike's staging a comeback. This is a little uncomfortable.
0: I I got one more point, Casey. (laughs) That's all I have.
1: Yeah, but it was it was an obliteration previously. Now now you're starting to crawl back. Jason, what is the score?
2: Score is uh, Mike has six and Casey has eight point nine. All right, (laughs) I can still I can still do this.
1: Yeah, there's time. There's plenty of time. There's plenty of time oh, here. Oh man!
2: Next question is a question near and dear to my heart, and I by that I mean it may actually be clogging things that are attached to my heart. <laughs> what is your favorite cheese,
1: Casey? What is Mike's favorite cheese? I should know this. I absolutely should know this. Not have the faintest friggin' idea. Uh I'm going to go. I think Jason is the Manchego man. That's nicely alliterative. alliterative. The Manchego.
2: But, I'm not a man. Uh, I am a Manchego. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to guess that Manchego is Mike's favorite.
0: I actually don't even really like Manchego very much.
3: Oh! Boo. Uh, I found this out after, after
0: Jason sent me a, a block <laughs> from, a, <laughs> from a cheese delivery service. Uh, my favorite cheese is a cheese called Red Leicester.
1: I probably knew that at some point, but that rings zero bells.
0: I don't even know if I've ever seen that in America. I don't know if that that is a cheese that has made it to, to the US. I'm not aware of it. It's very good.
1: What is it most similar to?
0: I, I can't even. It's, like it's it, similar in consistency to cheddar, but it's um, orange in color and has a, a nutty taste to it. It's very nice. Mm. Very good. Very good cheese. All right, Mike. What's Casey's cheese of choice? So I'm going to go with a... Like a brand name that uh, I've heard, <laughs> oh, no. I, I've heard, and I think I didn't it's even cheese. Think about this. I think it's cheese. Oh, like God. a boar's
1: head cheddar. Okay, uh, that okay. Mm. So I'm torn because for a second there I thought you were going for Velveeta. Which no, is not I wasn't going, going to say that because if you said but that, that I was fun. hanging
0: up on you right now because that's not cheese. <laughs> it's not cheese. It's flat out just not cheese. They even
1: put it on the box. Yeah. <sighs> Moving on. You probably should not be awarded points, although that is up to Jason. However, I will concede that I had forgotten how much I freaking (laughs) love, I freaking love Boar's Head White American. It is not Boar's Head Cheddar, it is Boar's Head White American. And truth be told, that probably should have been my answer, but that was not the answer I provided. Uh. The answer I provided was a very good sharp cheddar, but I do love a good Gouda or Manchego. So I will leave it up to Jason that I will concede that Boar's Head Should have been the correct brand. I had forgotten.
2: Did Mike not say cheddar?
1: He did say cheddar. However, so so yeah, I guess it's a tell. It's a toss up, right? Because what I had entered in my official document was cheddar. Truth be told, so I guess no matter how you slice it, it's it's a point for Mike. (laughs) Slice it. I see what you did there. It's a point (laughs) for Mike. Yes, it is a point for Mike. (laughs) Oh goodness. Uh Oh, so what is that? Eight point nine to seven. 8.9
2: to 7. Good. I'm glad you're keeping track. Oh, God. He's creeping
1: ever closer, Casey. Creeping closer.
0: Plus, I'm very confident about this next one.
2: Casey, what's Mike's favorite Christmas song? Oh, no. Uh,
1: Okay, so it's either something by Buble, or I thought there was some god-awful top Christmas song, whatever they call it in Love Actually, that he loved that I really don't like. Uh, wasn't there a god awful George Michael Christmas song That I really hate at one point I'll go with that That's probably wrong
0: I can it's see wrong. where you're going with this So I would say that I mean my favorite Christmas song Changes over time But it is This one has always been And it is in my top four. Oh no it's an Elton John my, song isn't it Yep but too, oh! late, too late my friend
1: It's too late No I concede It's Stepping too late to Christmas
0: by Elton John uh.
1: I will concede it is too late, but I'm giving myself uh, uh, my own bonus points. Not on the official scorecard, but I'm giving myself <laughs> self points.
0: All right. Uh. Carol of the Bells.
1: Now, for, for no, a similar not actually scored bonus points, second favorite. Because I provided two, and Carol of the Bells was the first one. So you are unequivocally getting that point.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, oh! I thought you said it was your second favorite. Oh. Uh, no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no! I apologize. I'm, I'm curious what you think my second favorite is because it is a close call.
0: Is um, is is the Carol of the Bells one that you like by the Pentatonics?
1: Uh, I just like that in pretty much any flavor I can okay. get it. But, but uh, Pentatonics does a tremendous version of my second favorite song.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say Pentatonics was the second one, and I can't remember what it is.
1: Mary, did you know? Okay. Which, uh, which Pentatonics, like I said, does a tremendous version. But, but yes, Carol the Bells, without a doubt, is my favorite, but only, only barely more than Mary, did you know? Yes.
2: Well, this is exciting. Mike has, has drawn within nine tenths of a point, <laughs> Casey.
1: <laughs> oh, no. This is getting very stressful all of a sudden.
0: Oh,
2: God. Now,
0: this next question is a little bit complicated. It is, and includes bonus points. It does. Yeah.
2: It does. So this is a question about how you interact with Twitter on your devices. The, the main question is, do you receive Twitter notifications on any device? And then for bonus points, what device or devices and what notification types? So Casey, tell me, what is Mike's Twitter notification strategy and does he receive notifications of any kind on any device?
1: I'm super torn. My gut tells me he does receive DM notifications. And I think he would receive them, among other places, on his phone. Not necessarily on his watch, but on his phone. But I know Mike is very aggressive about not getting notified from stuff on Twitter. But I have to choose. And I'm going to say, in general, yes, he does receive notifications on any device. I will say that his phone, but not watch, receives DMs. And his other devices... DMs as well, but nothing else. Nailed it. Oh, wow. I am impressed with myself. I didn't think
0: I was going to get that right. Yeah, you got it. So I will say for you, it's the same for all of those. But on your Mac, you still get new follow notifications.
1: Uh, Not for Casey Liss. I believe on my iMac, I do get them for lists more which I don't think I put in that document, but I, I'm trying to play fair.
0: I think
2: that perfectly counts. <laughs>
1: that's, up to, that's up to the scoremaster. Casey's answer
2: was yes. On his phone, he gets DM notifications. On his Mac, he gets DMs, plus replies from those I follow, hmm. which is not a follow notification. Hmm.
1: Right. But, I, but like I said, I didn't put it in the document, but I will concede that now that you've said that, uh, the List is More account, which is not my primary account, does get follow notifications on my iMac. Jason, I don't know how you want to score that one. That's up to you.
2: I don't know. It's a partially right answer about a bonus, a a (laughs) fractional bonus question.
0: I feel like the bonus points have made it very tricky.
2: All right, things are getting crazy here because with the bonus points I factored in, I decided the bonus points were worth together one point. Oh, well, Casey gets two points there. Yes. Mike gets one and three quarters points there.
1: Leaving the scores, <laughs> Casey
2: at 10.9, Mike 9.75.
1: Ooh. Ooh. This is getting intense, kids. Oh, and we're
2: about word. halfway through. What fractions will we find next? Number 20, <laughs> Casey. What did Mike say when we asked him if he wears his Apple Watch every day?
1: All right, so this is this is tough because it could get nuanced and, oh, well, you know, occasionally I don't want to go to the gym, blah, 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 but the simple answer is we yes. don't
0: answer questions like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So the answer is yes. Yes, he wears his Apple Watch every day.
0: That's right. I'm going to say that yes, Casey wears his Apple Watch every day. Also that correct. That is correct. Yes.
2: All right. See, it's all all working out now. It's all working out. Today's episode of Analog
0: is also brought to you by Ministry of Supply. Look, The clothing that you wear to work, I bet, is pretty uncomfortable. Restrictive, unbreathable, and look, at the end of the day, it's not looking great either. It's wrinkled as well. And this is the clothing that you're going to spend like 40 hours a week in. This is horrible stuff. You don't want to have to deal with all this rubbish. I remember wearing horrible suits that kept me too hot and sticky in the summer. No, no. This is what Ministry of Supply is here to fix. They make performance clothes for the modern-day workplace. Launched by MIT engineers, Ministry of Supply combine human-centric research, performance technology, and tailored design to create where-to-work clothes for men and women, like dress shirts, blouses, and pants the garments work with your body to provide maximum comfort combined with features like temperature control wrinkle resistance and extreme stretch to give you sharp professional look all day long the Ministry of Supply's Future Forward dress shirt, for example, has NASA-invented fibres that regulate body temperature based on your surroundings. Ministry of Supply also makes socks as well. Now, The Smarter Dress socks are made of coffee fibre that wicks sweat and absorbs odour. They provide extreme cushion with more padding than gym socks. Ministry of Supply is offering free shipping, free returns, and a 100-day no-questions-asked return policy. To find out more and to get a lovely 15% off your first purchase, go to ministryofsupply.com slash analogue, Or, if you visit any of their nine retail stores that you'll find in locations like San Francisco, Atlanta, and Chicago, just mention this show, and you'll also get 15% off. Thank you so much to Ministry of Supply for their support of this show.
2: Mike, we're uh, we're on question 21 now. How many languages can Casey speak? One. English. Or
0: American, American. (laughs) as he probably put it in the
1: (laughs) I actually didn't even go there. That's
2: correct, although Casey true to his self-deprecation that we know and love of Casey Liss he said on a bad day it's zero (laughs) (laughs) you know I'm surprised I didn't say (laughs)
1: i said one usually zero on a bad day but yes that is correct sir uh mike i think will self count uh, he will count himself as only speaking english and if he counts himself as speaking romanian that is an exaggeration at best and an outright lie at worst
0: like i know as many words in romanian as most people know in most world languages right like i know as many words in romanian as i know in french and spanish right like i do not speak any of those Mm -hmm. languages i speak Mm -hmm. english only
2: Here's question number twenty-two, Mike. When was the last time Casey looked at analytics, either website stats or podcast stats? It says here there's some detail.
0: Yeah, I would I would say today.
1: Wow, that's aggressive. No, it was last week. And truth be told, mm-hmm. I haven't looked at website website stats in forever. However, I've been very intrigued by the uh, analytics from ATP lately, specifically after the Latner episode. So I did look at those last week. God oh, on it. Mm, for Mike, uh, see, I don't think Mike really cares about analytics in the way that, like, I do and, you know, oh, well, do people like me, etc. However, it is part of Mike's job to pay attention to these things. So I will say he begrudgingly did so within the last 24 hours.
0: Yeah, I looked at analytics today.
1: Yeah. And
0: and, and the, 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 the hold that you have there is I have to check things for people. Mm-hmm.
2: So... I looked today as part of my job. Nailed it. All right, Mike, we asked Casey how you spell the name of this show. What do you think he said? So I think that Casey said something along the
0: lines of the correct way, (laughs) A-N-A-L-O-G.
2: Full credit. Did I? Yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you very much.
2: (laughs) That's exactly what he said. He said properly, A-N-A-L-O-G.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay, Casey. I would say that Mike I'm going to guess he didn't get snarky. And I even will go so far as to say he included the parentheses and spelled it as it is shown on the website A N A L O G parenthesis U E parenthesis.
0: That's it. Nailed it. Although you did That's miss that I did put snark in there and said the correct way.
2: <laughs> the correct way. Yeah.
0: Ah, darn it. Because I you were I'm play more that correct like an adult. Because it is the name Mm -hmm. of our show. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is the name
2: of it. Mm -hmm. And yet you each just get a point for that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And we move on to the next question. How many episodes, Mike, has Casey watched of the Grand Tour? All of them.
1: Nope. Oh, really? No, I've totally watched all of them. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I was
0: as sure of this one as it was the music one.
1: Um, How many episodes of the Grand Tours Mike watched? I will say four. I watched one. Oh, God. You are missing out a little bit. How many have you seen, Jason? Did you pay any attention to that show?
2: I haven't watched any of them. Okay.
1: Uh, That's not entirely surprising. I,
2: I heard so many people complain about them, and I already stopped watching Top Gear, so I haven't even... I haven't even actually that's not true I watched probably the first 15 minutes of the first one and then I that was I never got back to it
1: yeah that's about where it all took a turn actually (laughs) yeah, I I watched the first one and I
0: enjoyed it more than other people but then the people got so sour on it and I fell a week or two behind then they started saying things that I think were absolutely ridiculous so then I've now just
2: decided I don't want anything to do with the show
1: Ah, sad times. All right, so that Mike got a point and I did not. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: in fact, that makes the score a very exciting 14.9 for Casey and 13.75 for Mike. (laughs) That is very exciting, actually. Question number 25. um, Mike, what's Casey's favorite movie? Oh, I didn't put any thought into this one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh... What is Casey's favorite movie? No, I know exactly what it is. I know exactly what it is. It's Hunt for Red October.
1: Damn it! Yeah. Ah, well done, sir. That's, that's annoying. Uh man. All right. Mike's favorite movie is... A Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, I say with not a lot of confidence. Goodfellas. What? No, it's not. Uh, yeah, it is. Can you answer your questions properly, please? Goodfellas, it's, it's my favorite movie. What?! No, it's not. I've
0: seen that movie more, like in my adult life more than I've seen any other movie.
1: (sighs) I'd like a ruling. Mike doesn't know his own answers.
2: Unfortunately, what he wrote down was Goodfellas, so that's the answer.
1: Uh, I have four movies that I keep on my iPad at all times
0: in case I'm stuck in a situation where I'm on a plane. They are Goodfellas, Godfather 1 and 2, and Glengarry Glen Ross. Wow. Because I can just watch those movies. I can just watch them.
1: I'm happy. I did not see that coming. So you don't even think of Scott Pilgrim Pilgrim as in the top handful.
0: It's Scott Pilgrim is like a three-hour movie, and it is very fun, but is I don't think is infinitely watchable. Like I could watch that movie, and I've seen that I've seen that movie like five times, and I love it so much, but it's not a masterpiece of cinema. And I think the others are, and so you can enjoy them just to look at them or just to experience them. Or to actually sit and want to watch the movie is how I feel about the other ones.
1: Huh. That's annoying.
2: Well, it's very exciting now. Mike is hundredths of a point behind Casey. <laughs> Ooh, <my laughs> face. So, close. so close. So close. So close. Next question, Mike, what's Casey's favorite podcast t-shirt? The ATP M3 shirt.
1: Uh, not M3 specifically, but that you are still awarded full credit. That is exactly the one I was thinking of.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. It's bigger. It's awfully, awfully, uh, big of, uh, of Casey to pick his own shirt. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's a great shirt. What do you want from me? That's uh, a fantastic. Casey, shirt.
2: Casey, what is, what is, what is, uh, what's Mike's favorite podcast shirt?
1: Could it be the upgrade hoodie? I, I would think the upgrade hoodie might be his favorite if that classifies as a shirt. I think the upgrade, sh- an upgrade shirt, one way or one way or the other, something related to upgrade is his favorite.
0: No, I'm a I'm a bigger man. I went for the ATP M3 shirt.
1: <laughs> well, I consider I feel that like... to be
0: the best T-shirt made. If you if the question was what is Mike's favorite piece of podcast merchandise, then it is the upgrade hoodie because that thing is a freaking masterpiece. <laughs> uh, and I really love the jet black shirt that I'm wearing right now, but the uh, the ATP M3 shirt is my is my favorite podcast T-shirt. And I keep calling well, it the M3 shirt because now I know it's wrong. I'm going to keep calling it that. It's M-Series, right? Yes, yes. I feel really
2: great that I got that one because that's put me in a little lead too, right? Casey picked his own podcast shirt and Mike picked uh, Casey's podcast shirt. And you know what that did? It put Mike in the lead. That's <laughs> exactly right. Uh,
1: this game sucks.
2: All right, number 27, Mike. What did Casey say when we asked him if he'd watch Eurovision this year? I would say he said only if he could watch it with me.
1: You know, that is not exactly what I said, and I'll leave it to Jason to make a ruling, but <laughs> that is probably that is probably accurate, though.
2: Casey's response was probably.
1: In italics. <laughs> it was more
2: Anita- probably.
1: Huh? So yeah, I don't know if that's a point or not, but uh, I'll allow you to make a ruling.
2: Wow. I don't even know what to say there. What do you think, Mike? I, I think I'm right.
1: Really? Do you? Yeah, I do.
2: (laughs) Hashtag. Oh, God.
1: Truth be told, I think that's probably a point. Yes. Thank you. you Will Mike watch Eurovision? Absolutely, he will.
2: Yeah,
0: I
1: will, yeah. Yeah, it's coming up soon, I think. I think it's coming up soon. I don't remember when the uh, talk show we did was. I'll have to look that up. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Truth. Well, I am going to give...
2: Mike half a point for his answer. Okay. And that means that Mike still leads by Uh. 35 hundredths of a point because fractional points are here to stay (laughs) now, people. Oh, my goodness. Question number 28. When did Casey last play a vinyl record, Mike? Sunday.
1: Uh, When did I write these answers? That was Monday and I wrote yesterday. So, yes, that is accurate. Yes. That is really annoying. My word is that annoying. Uh, Mike, when did Mike last play a vinyl record? Uh, Wednesday of last week. I think, truth be told, it's been within the last week, but I'll go with Wednesday of last week. Last Sunday. Oh, I thought about (laughs) answering the same way, and I was like, no, he had family in. I don't think he would have. That was why Uh, we were
0: playing them. Darn
1: it. Darn it. Uh, this is this is taking a very bad turn for me. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it is. I, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it, Casey. It is taking a bad turn for you, Mike. Does Casey ever expect to stay in an Airbnb?
1: No. I answered, and I'm quoting myself. Maybe one day. Okay. But tr- I think that's if not full credit to you i think that is no. over the majority of credit to you because there's no
2: credit there's no, no credit it's no, ever no. and he said no and yeah, you said no, maybe i don't get a that point is, get that, that is point. not point. ever i don't get that point see i'm trying i'm trying to be a, on, an here scale, <laughs> <laughs> on an infinite time scale casey on an infinite time scale you're at the airbnb right now
1: that is, that is true on an infinite mm-hmm. time scale i'm there uh does mike ever intend to stay in one absolutely
2: <laughs> do you know me
1: <laughs> no
0: <laughs> we've had not we not. had like a Two month long running discussion about my desire to never stay in an Airbnb.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Damn it, God! To this the is point where, at one
0: point, you were trying to get me to record from an Airbnb.
1: <laughs> that I do not remember at all. What? What, what is your qualm with the Airbnb?
0: I just don't like the idea of of being in somebody's house where that person has a key and like they could just come in. And I've I've just heard enough. I've heard. Many people tell me that they love Airbnbs, but I've had just enough people tell me horror stories, the types of things
1: that don't happen in hotels. So, I'm not interested. Uh, fine. Jason, have you 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 did it in uh, Hawaii most recently, didn't you?
2: Oh, uh, that was a VRBO, not a uh, Airbnb, okay. but mm. you know, it's it's similar. Uh, and, and XOXO twice, uh, including one where we recorded an episode of Upgrade in the Airbnb. So Mike has recorded in an Airbnb. <laughs> I've recorded in
0: multiple Airbnbs. I recorded in San Francisco Airbnbs, uh, also all, all Airbnbs all over the U.S. But I'm never sleeping one.
1: Interesting. Ah, uh, this is terrible. What am I down well, by a hundred at this point?
2: That's that's tough. No, you, I mean you both you both washed out on that one, so you're down by one point three five points right now. Question uh, number thirty, okay. Mike. Does, does what did Casey say when we said do they love their beards? <laughs> so does Casey love his beard?
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: the exact wording here is going to be tricky but I think that he is kind of like lukewarm still on his beard. I expect he still has it (laughs) and that he kind of is like maybe begrudgingly
1: liking it or he's just dealing with it, that kind of feeling. Okay, I will give you a hint, and I'm already annoyed because that is annoyingly accurate. (laughs) Uh, What would you say? I used one word to answer that question. What would you say that one word is? maybe like um frustratingly or something like that (laughs) (laughs) no that is not the word i used the word i used was me
2: right and lukewarm i think covers it nicely Uh,
1: truth be told i think i think that is that is definitely a point i mean you are the adjudicator but i think that's a point
0: at this point, a, a, a lukewarm answer from you is a solid victory for me. Like <laughs> you,
1: you being lukewarm on a
0: beard, that is a just out and out victory.
1: Uh, I am ready to get rid of it, but that does not negate that you are. You sh- I think you deserve a point on that. Does Mike love his beard? There are few things on this planet that Mike loves l- more than his beard. Mm-hmm. I think he loves Adina more than his beard, and his his mom. That might be the extent of it. I'm not even sure the brothers make the cut.
2: Thank goodness we didn't ask the question. Who do you love more than your beard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right.
0: Now, of course, of course, I love my beard. And right now it's at it's at the the length that I want it to be. See, I rest my case. Where it's like it's it's still nice and trim, but there's enough of it that I can you know I can put my hand in it. Oh, <laughs> gross. Gross.
2: When Mike's happy oh, with no his way. beard, it's too long.
1: Yeah, exactly. I agree. Concur, <laughs> sir. <laughs>
2: Question number 31, Casey, what did Mike answer when we asked him what the last DIY project he undertook was?
1: I think it's going to be something home automation related, probably with regard to lighting. Um, I know he just did that Dyson air blade. No, not the air blade, the fan thing with the Logitech Hujima bopper. But I think it's going to be some sort of home automation light related endeavor.
0: I do not consider that DIY. Oh, assembling a mountain of ikea furniture
1: oh pfft. it's six of one half a
0: dozen the other potato potato screwing a light bulb and setting up an app it's not it's not the it's not does the it DIY. or does
1: it not improve your home it's not
0: diy though
1: did you do it yourself
0: yeah but i do lots of things myself i rest my case
1: i rest my case well
2: like washing
0: the dishes is that
2: like a diy job? again casey knowing how your co-host defines the mm-hmm. uh what the question is asking is part of the test so mike what did casey say i see i wouldn't have known you know i would have maybe said something
0: like washing the car because i know he did that but i also know that casey tweeted a couple of days ago about the fact that he fixed something on the sink
1: that is true i should have kept that one to myself because i just gifted you a point there uh-huh uh. very proud of
0: you by the way for doing that that's yeah a good I'm, feeling.
1: seriously i'm quite proud of myself truth yeah. be told but ah uh, that's annoying
2: Fine. casey what is the favorite mike at the movies that mike has participated
1: in now this is tough because i read that as what one we have done together but how hearing you say it now <laughs> hearing you say it now i, I mean realize, especially oh, from
0: jason <laughs> yeah the other I, realize... I do this
1: with. What do you mean the only person you do this with? The other. The other. Oh, oh, I thought you said Calm the only down. person. I was Calm going down. to be furious. Your name is on the artwork. My, <laughs> word. My word. I was so upset for a second there. Oh, I'm going to say... Did you like Real Genius? I don't like that movie. I'm so sorry, Jason. Uh, say anything. Uh, even though... Even, oh, hmm. So if it's just us... I think my, the only one that Mike even kind of liked was the Rocketeer. But if it's everything, it's say anything. It's say anything.
2: Yep, say anything. Yeah. <sighs> it's
0: it was Christ. the way that it took. Us, that was my favorite of all of the movies that I've seen for Mike of the movies. I think. Um, I'm going to say that yours uh, was sneakers.
1: No. So sneakers, I enjoyed. It, well, I it, it's the obvious answer, except that you hated it. Well, you'll say you didn't hate it, but you hated it. And oh, I, so I, hated I chose. <laughs> okay, I hate that movie. Uh, I, I, Everything I, about that
0: movie was terrible. Marty, um, Marty.
1: <laughs> but uh, oh, the the answer I wrote down was the Rocketeer because, A, I was mm. thinking it was the two of us. And, B, that was the one I recall you liking the most of the ones that you and I have done together.
0: Yeah, I should have gone with the Rocketeer because that was one that I liked, right? So that, that was most likely for you to come away with a positive feeling
2: of. Yep. Well, that makes it closer. Now it's Casey with 17.9 and Mike with 19.2.
1: Five. Uh, still uncomfortable and we're running out of questions now <laughs>
2: Yeah Casey Question number 33 What did Mike say to the question Do you like public speaking He said yes mm, As
0: I kinda I'm getting used to it
1: Oh come on
2: I don't
0: like public speaking Like I don't like like public speaking When public speaking is happening If it's going well I can enjoy it But everything leading up to public speaking Is like hell
1: so <laughs> I say it's kinda. I can sympathize with that. Uh
0: fine. Um, I'm gonna say that Casey said something to the effect of that it doesn't phase him. Like he enjoys it, it doesn't like phase him. That's what I'm gonna say.
2: No, he said he liked it.
1: Yeah, my right. actual answer, I like public speaking. I hate coming up with an idea. If I if I felt like I had cleverer ideas, I would do it a lot more often. But mm. I feel like I am a wasteland of either no or bad ideas.
2: All right. No points there. Casey, what did Mike say when we asked him what his favorite concert experience was?
1: So initially I was going to say when he and Adina went and saw Alt-J or whatever it was we spoke about earlier. But actually... I might say when he saw uh, Brian Wilson doing um, whatever that Beach Boy al- Beach Boys album is that he loves Pet Sounds.
2: Smile, no Pet Sounds. Well, yeah, it was right. pet I thought sounds. it was Pet he Sounds. Plays pet sounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, in theory he should play Smile, but he plays Pet Sounds
2: cause well, it's Brian Wilson. What are you going to do?
1: Anyway, that yeah. that is my answer. It's Brian Wilson doing uh, Pet Sounds. That's strong, very strong answer. What do you mean that's strong? It is the answer.
0: No, it's not. Well. The best concert experience I've ever been a part of was Coldplay at Wembley because I've never heard sound like that. Like, coming from the audience, people singing along, it was just mind-blowing. Like, it was just so incredible to be a part of. (sighs) I am going to say that Casey's answer was when he went to see Mute Math recently.
1: Uh, That's... Probably full credit. I think that was the last time I saw them, and my answer was when I met Mute Math, which was um, March. That was the one that
0: okay. I. Okay, so I that was the one I had in my mind. Like when you went and had the backstage tour thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that
1: was about a year ago, and yep. uh, that, that is the one I cited.
2: All right, well, that puts Mike up a little bit, but there's still time, Casey. There's just <laughs> not much of it, but there's still a little bit of it. Not mathematically eliminated. Oh God,
1: Casey, what is what did Mike say his favorite TV show is? I don't know. I know he's watching Parks and Rec right now. I thought you really liked The Office. Did you really like Friends, too? You did really like Friends, didn't you? And I can't think of any silly British show that he likes. Uh, I'm going to go with Friends with no confidence whatsoever. (laughs) <laughs> Would
2: it help if I reminded you what his favorite movies were, which are Goodfellas and The Godfather Part 1 and 2?
1: Oh, really? Oh, The Sopranos is your favorite? Really? <laughs> you do not get this point, but yes, The Sopranos no. is
0: my favorite TV show of all time. Ah, uh, At least you didn't say The Wire. Oh, well now I know what I'm not going to pick for
2: you. Um,
0: what is Casey's favorite TV show of all time?
1: Top Gear. That is correct. You got it. Out of, curi- out of curiosity, what w- if if I eliminated Top Gear, and we all know the Grand Tour is not the not the answer either. Out, just out of curiosity, what would you have chosen? I was gonna say The Wire until you made a joke about The Wire. No, I never made it. I made it through one season of The Wire and refused to go back to it. Yeah, no. That. Well, if if
0: Top Gear is eliminated, what is your favorite TV show?
1: Uh, Firefly. Oh,
0: yeah. Huh. I should have known that. Do you know I've never seen that?
1: Oh, Michael! Watch it. Oh my God! It's pretty good. Oh my god. Yep. Let's just say you know a guy. So uh yeah, let's 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 talk with that guy. Wait, are you Firefly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, he's he's I, Mr. I am, Firefly. Yeah, I am Batman.
0: And today's episode of Analog is brought to you by Blue Apron, the number one recipe delivery service that has the freshest ingredients. For less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with fresh, high-quality ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Each Blue Apron meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and proportioned ingredients that can be prepared in just 40 minutes or less. You can choose from a whole wide range of new recipes every week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you with one. No recipes are repeated within a year and you'll be able to cook meals like roasted pork with apple walnut and farro salad chipotle vegetable and farro salad with avocado and crispy tortilla strips or baked ricotta cannelloni with a main salad and Meyer lemon dressing blue aprons mission is to make these incredible meals accessible to everyone they want to make everybody home Chefs, whilst also supporting a more sustainable food system. Blue Apron seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Their beef, chicken, and pork comes from responsibly raised animals, and their produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. Blue Apron delivered to 99% of the continental US. There's no weak commitment, so you can get deliveries when you want them, and their freshness guarantee means that every ingredient arrives ready to cook, or they'll make it right. Check out this week's menu and get 3 meals for free if your first purchase including free shipping by going to blueapron.com/analog. You're going to get great food delivered to you at home. You can cook it quickly and you're going to learn some great skills as well. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So go to blueapron.com/analog and we'd like to thank them for their support of this show and Relay FM. Blue Apron, a better way to cook.
2: Mike, what was Casey's answer to the question: Whose country is worse? What a terrible question!
0: <laughs> so, I struggle with this since I wrote it because initially, like, of course, Casey will say that my country is worse than his country because Casey is basically Hulk Hogan. <laughs> but, but like, <laughs> times is tough right now in the United States of America, and I so I'm not. This isn't, this isn't as clear-cut as it would usually be. But I'm going to say that Casey will still stick to his patriotic roots and say that my country is worse than his country.
1: That is an interesting and understandable in- interpretation of my inner workings. But, Jason, would you mind reading the actual verbatim reply?
2: <laughs> Casey said, America, but only barely. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow.
0: I, I, don't care. I lost the
2: point. I feel like I won <laughs> the war.
1: It is not good times around these parts, my friends. No, that would be the first about. war
2: that the British won over the Americans. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Casey, what did Mike say? Uh he absolutely said America is worse.
3: Yeah.
2: I feel like everybody's gonna point out that the war of eighteen twelve might have sort of been won by the English. But anyway, you're right. <laughs> I don't think anyone was going to point
0: that out, but I appreciate that you think that our listeners will have
2: You don't Jason. think podcast listeners are going to be sticklers for historical details? I think, I don't know. I don't mm. know who listens to this show. Analog listeners are pretty say? nice. That's true. They are. They're
0: very nice people.
2: Okay, Mike, we asked Casey whose language is best. What do you think well, he said? Uh, he definitely said that Casey, his, the American,
0: is English is better than British English.
1: Yeah, you know, you're lucky that you said language and not accent, because a a true British accent, you know, like Mike, like uh, Matt Alexander's not like yours at all, but a true British accent is my
0: accent's better than your accent.
1: A true, I'm just giving you a hard time. A British accent is <laughs> is, is, is tremendous. E- even your ridiculous Cockney accent, I am mm-hmm. utterly jealous of. Uh, but unequivocally, uh, I, I believe actually, I wrote uh, British English is but a rough draft for American English.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: All right, Casey, what did Mike say? Oh, absolutely the Queen's English. It is not even up for grabs. <laughs> because it, it's categorical. Like, we know this to be true. Except um. it's not.
2: All right, next question. Favorite pizza toppings.
1: Mike, what did Casey say? Uh, I'm going to go with ch- cheese. It's a solid guess. That is not accurate. Favorite pizza topping. If I had to choose but one. It is bacon.
0: Mm, okay. What type of bacon are we talking now?
1: What do you mean, what type of bacon? American the bacon. The
2: only kind sold in America. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, what? <laughs> what about Canadian bacon? Oh, Not that bacon, goes on Canadian bacon.
0: Yeah, but that goes on pizzas. That's why I was asking. No, no.
1: American bacon. All right, well. All right, uh, Mike's favorite pizza toppings, absolutely uh, pineapple and pepperoni.
2: Yes, correct. Uh, hashtag Mike was right, finally. Yes. <laughs> oh, stop <laughs> with that. Uh. All right. It's getting very tight here to the end. Mike has given back some points. So now it's very close as we come to number 39 of 41 or two, if I decide to ask a last (laughs) bonus question. Favorite alcoholic beverage. Mike, what is Casey's favorite alcoholic beverage? Tito's vodka. (laughs) That is
1: correct. (laughs) However, I will add if I'm feeling fancy with a spritz of vermouth and a twist of lemon, which is a martini. But... But without a question, you are correct.
2: Tito's Vodka, yeah. Uh,
1: Mike's favorite alcoholic beverage, one of those god-awful, bar-rag-swill, terrible beverages that he calls an old-fashioned. I said bourbon. Oh, please. Please. You and I both know an old-fashioned is your favorite. I, don't, I won't even accept that.
0: Uh, bourbon's my favorite, man. I drink it in a bunch of different ways. <laughs> Get out. Oh, God. I said for you a specific type of alcohol, like Please. a brand. No, you had a brand of the
2: alcohol. Milk. Yeah, like, <laughs> I
0: drilled it down. For me, it's just bourbon, and you know I have many that I like.
2: uh I I don't know, Jason is quizmaster. What do you think? Well, <laughs> I'm I'm quizmaster, not bartender. Is bourbon the <laughs> primary ingredient in an old-fashioned? It is, yeah. Well, yes, it is, along
0: with bitters and sugar syrup or some kind of some kind of sugary syrup. I'm going to
2: give uh, Casey partial credit. Partial yes. credit feels fair. Partial credit I, feels I think
1: fair. that does feel fair, truth be told. Mm-hmm.
2: It's very fair, Casey, because otherwise you weren't getting any credit. So, thanks, <laughs> yeah, partial credit is good. Partial credit is good. Uh, question number 40, Mike. What? is Casey's favorite episode of analog
0: so spoiler for the next question the next question I think we both have the same answer for and I put it in so we could split these up so we could potentially give two different episodes for favorite and best so if I'm gonna go favorite Casey's favorite episode then I, mm, okay, so I'll just lay out my thinking. This is not my answer yet, but I have two that I'm 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 fumbling with. I don't know the episode numbers of either of these or the names of them, but it would either be the one where he tells the story of Declan. So it, I think it was a few days before he was born, we recorded an episode uh, kind of in advance that we were going to put out while Casey was on paternity leave. The other one I was thinking would be the episode that he recorded with Aaron. I'm going to go the episode where we tell the whole story of Casey becoming a
1: dad. Okay, I did not write that one down. <laughs> and you will be stupefied. You will be stupefied with my answer. But I I wasn't I didn't have the time to like go through the back catalog and and I was just trying to think of whatever jumped to mind and the answer I wrote down was the Eurovision talk show uh, like and, and follow on episode about it uh, because I thought that I really did think that was a whole lot of fun um, that being said I probably should have written down the one where we discussed Eklund. and so I yeah, that should have been the correct answer. <laughs> with with Aaron also being a great answer, but I was thinking of like shows that just you and I have done, which isn't how it was written, but that's what I was thinking of. So, no. uh, I I think it, I will I will lobby the quizmaster to give you full credit no. for that.
2: No, that's not what you said. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. that's not how it works. Oh. No re- regrets. You can regret all you like, but the point is, you know, <laughs> is for what you what answer you gave. Uh, okay, Casey, what did Mike say? Favorite episode of Analog.
1: Where he describes leaving the bank and, uh, like, the whole shoelace episode where he describes wanting to leave the bank and leaving the bank.
0: Episode nine, when I told my Quentin story. Yep. Nice. If you win...
1: Because you couldn't remember <laughs> the episode where you told the story of your son. Oh yeah, this is going to be a terrible win if that's how it ends up. But I think you still—I <laughs> think you still have me, though. Don't tell us. <laughs> don't tell us, Jason. But I think Mike still I'm, has. Oh me.
2: no, I'm not talking if about you, it. <laughs> if you, we beat have one more me. question.
1: <laughs> At least let the record show that I was lobbying in your defense. Hmm. <laughs> oh, All right, question okay. number forty-one.
2: Is about the best episode, not favorite. Best episode of Analog. Mike, what did Casey say?
1: Episode number five when we
2: had Stephen on the show.
1: That is incorrect. Obviously, the best the best episode is the one where Jason Snow was here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Casey, what did what did? <laughs> don't answer. Casey, what did Mike say? Uh,
1: Mike absolutely said episode five.
2: You both said episode five. And although this yeah. means that Mike wins by less than a, a point. No.
3: Yes. Oh.
2: <laughs> you do walk through the gates of heaven together, answering the same question for the best episode of the first hundred episodes of Analog number five. Uh, what have you been doing for the other 94 know. we well like i
0: well let me find out like when was what one did you say the year oh the eurovision one was way later but i said that my favorite episode was episode nine we both believed that our best episode was episode five so effectively basically we did most of our good stuff in the first 10
1: <laughs> and then it was all downhill from there kids yeah, uh, episode five in case you have not heard it listeners is when we had Stephen hackett on and uh we discussed so, some troubling things that that each of us has go- had gone through so you know steven uh discussed uh, his eldest son josiah and his medical issues uh, i discussed aaron and i's infertility and and mike you had discussed your granddad among other things mm-hmm. um and and that was it was an intense episode but I think it was the best that we've done
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I really hope that schmoozing the quiz master may have helped me there but seems not
2: <laughs> nope the final score is Mike got 24 and a quarter and yes. Casey got 23.4
1: oh, <laughs> very close
2: God. very very close <laughs> oh that hurts I think you both have things to be proud of here
0: I like that we finished so close and <laughs> basically so badly together yeah. That we effectively got pretty much half yeah. each.
2: <laughs> yeah, both of you. Both of you got less than sixty percent of the total points that were available. Oh my word! But
0: there's something quite beautiful about there basically being like a point between it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, goodness. Well, Jason, thank you so much for uh, for adjudicating that. Um, yes, Jason, and, and being so, thank our you. official quizmaster.
2: All right. Well, I'll see you guys for
1: episode 200 maybe yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the next 100 episodes put it on the books
0: thank you Jason Snell Quizmaster Jason Snell
1: you are a gentleman and a scholar thank you so much sir even though you scored improperly and let mm. Mike win I appreciate your participation nevertheless it is always a pleasure my friend
2: congratulations on 100 episodes gentlemen thank you
1: Jason thank you Jason oh my word well that was fun that was fun and, uh, I can't believe you won
0: I, I think we both have come away with this as a feeling that neither of us know each other. Uh, neither of us know <laughs> oh. ourselves as good as we think we should. Yeah. Right. There there are things that I think we both feel that the other person should have answered, but didn't.
1: All right. So, uh, before we go, we should talk one more th- uh, mini topic. And I, uh, in, un- unintentionally tried to spoil this last episode, but, um, mm-hmm. we should talk about, you know, here it is, our plucky, uh, feeling show to kind of sort of quote top gear. Uh, we thought, or at least I thought when we first started this show it would go ten to maybe fifteen episodes, and I want to say roundabouts of episode twenty five or thirty. I thought no really we're we're just running out of stuff. this is it, and I believe you convinced me to to stay the course and and hold on and sure enough seventy five episodes <laughs> later, here we are and um you know in, in a lot of ways I'm I think it should be obvious why I'm proud of my time on ATP, because it's it has a lot more listeners than this show does, and it's it's reached a broader audience than this show has. But that being said, in a lot of ways, I'm, I'm more proud of this show, because although we don't have as many listeners as ATP or Connected or Cortex or what have you, it's about a lot more than that. And I can't believe how great our listeners are. And how unbelievably kind and welcoming and forthcoming our listeners are, and how nice. And you know, if if we if we did the show and there were a bunch of trolls listening that would just reply to us and tweet at us and just be big jerks, I don't think that either of us would carry on with the show. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And the fact that I can't remember a time that we have gotten more than like one or two pieces of truly nasty feedback is a testament to our listeners. It's not a testament to us at all. It's a testament to our listeners. And I am so unbelievably thankful for anyone that listens to this show because, uh, you know, I I think we discussed last episode that really it's kind of just a human interest show about the two of us, which is Mm -hmm. preposterous, but that's kind of what it's become. And my word, I'm so thankful for anyone who listens to it. And it's so unbelievably rewarding to me yep. to be able to talk to one of my best friends in the world and and share that with people and have them actually care and be interested in it. So uh, I, I'm going to give Mike a chance to talk and we might get talking about this for a few minutes. But I just wanted to say thank you to every single one of our listeners um, for being there, for sharing with us, and, and just for supporting us in doing a show that is um, not unlike Seinfeld, ostensibly about nothing.
0: Yeah, this show only works if we're willing to be pretty honest. Um and and to put ourselves out there in a way that people tend not to um mm-hmm. when there's when there are people listening. You know, like I think everybody when they were 14 had a blog where they wrote all their innermost feelings and publish them on the internet because nobody was looking but you know we sit here every week and and quite frequently talk about things that are quite personal in an open way for people to to listen to and I really think that a show like this only works if we're willing to do that and because we do that we open ourselves up for people to take what we say and throw it back at us but that doesn't happen There are people that will disagree. There are people that will argue about things with us that we talk about. But that's like any other show. But the thing that people could do if they wanted to would be to take the things that we talk about and make fun of us or throw them back in our faces. But people don't do that because we have a very respectful audience. And this show can only have lasted up to 100 episodes because not only are you tuning in, but the type of feedback that you're giving to us is different to the type of feedback that we would get elsewhere, you know. And you know, we joke about analog listeners being the best listeners, and and it, I think it's that it's that nugget it is that we have a, a group of people now that listen to this show and are very courteous and are very thoughtful um, with the way that they interact with us, and that is a a really kind of incredible thing, and it's something that we're both very grateful for. And, you know, along that line, like, you mentioned about, like, the after 10 episodes, after 25 episodes. I think that we don't have that conversation anymore. We used to have it more often of, like, how long can this really go? Because I just think that at this point we're both just pretty happy they can go for as long as we wanted to. And, you know, there was one thing that that I'm still happy that we did. I'm still happy that we went to every two weeks because it Mm -hmm. will continue to make the show last for longer. Um, because we have more time to think of things to talk about. Because I think if we were scrambling every week to, to, to think of things that are maybe going on in our lives that really deserve talking about, I think we would have burned out on the show quicker. So I'm still happy that we did that because I still feel like I have a long runway because I like being able to, as you said, just talk to one of my best friends in the world for, with, with an excuse to do it and... Um, and then we get to make a fun show out of it where we get to do silly things and make fun of each other. Um, As well, like just as an interesting data point, the idea for this show is now over three years old. I was looking through some documents that we'd put together in January of 2014 with the idea (laughs) for this show. With the name, it was called Analog and Everything, but it took us a while to actually make it into a thing um, and it's it's fun that we've been doing. It. This idea happened over three years ago. The show's two and a half years old, and I don't think we ever expected to go past ten.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, I, it's it's unbelievable, and and you know, thank you, of course, to you as well, Mike. But but again, most importantly, to the listeners who have been um just really tremendous, and I can't stress enough, you know it's nice to see the same names in the chat room and and I'm glad to see them. And it's nice to share with the same groups of people that we, we tend to interact with because of the show from time to time. But the thing that floors me the most, and I know I said it earlier, but it's important. I want to say it again, that, that, the, that people who listen to this show have taken it, taken the time to share with us some of their stories, you know, either about infertility or mm-hmm. yep. about the loss yep. of a loved one or any number of things, something they struggle with. And, and to do that, to open yourself up, even to just the two of us, to two people that really are utter strangers, like that takes unbelievable um, gumption, for lack of a better word. And and and, and I it's what keeps I, I don't want to speak for Michael, though I probably can. It, what keeps it's what keeps me going, knowing that if people are going to open up to us f- over random things that are important to them, then we must be doing something right. So, again, thank you. Thank you so much to to every single one of you listeners. Uh, it's because of you guys. I know that's so cliche, but seriously, it's because of you guys that we're still doing this. Because, I mean, truth be told, if if nobody was listening or, and or if nobody seemed to care, we might still talk to each other for a couple hours every other week, but that doesn't mean we need to record it and post it or anything like that. So uh, it, it's it's really a testament to the listeners and how great you guys are. So thank you again.
0: Yeah, most definitely.
1: So... Here's to another
3: hundred, <laughs> I guess. <laughs>
1: oh, man. I hope so. We'll see, but I hope so. Oh, well, by the way, I am the champion. Ugh.
0: This is the way this works. I have now won the first 100 episodes. Oh, God. That's how this works.
1: Uh, I am the winner. This sucks.
0: I am the I winner. I everything. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Please send your trophy emojis to me and send what what emojis do you get for like oh you can send so you can send trophy emojis to me and you can send like the little um the little ribbon emoji to Casey you know like a little medal like a little ribbon he gets his participation award for like you know attempting you so much. uh to win but i am the, the the winner of episodes 1 to 100 of analog i win
1: i hate you so much i quit
0: but i win though I still quit. (laughs) But I still win.
1: Okay, goodbye.